If you've ever invested a large sum of money in a program and felt disappointed that you did not get the return on your investment that you had hoped, then this episode is dedicated to you. I'm sharing the four questions you must ask yourself before you invest in another course, group coaching program, or high-end membership. These questions will make sure that you are making the right choices for your business and for your pocketbook. Stay tuned and find out what they are. Welcome to Your Excellent You, a self-development podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Danielle, and I believe that success is achieved from the inside out. I'm a certified life coach with over a decade of experience running a profitable online business. Here's what I know for sure. Being an entrepreneur is a crash course in self-development. So I'm taking everything I've learned throughout my business building journey and sharing it with you. If you want practical, actionable insights to improve your mindset and grow your business, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started on today's episode. One of the best ways to fast track your progress in growing and scaling your business is to get someone to help you learn what you don't know and to warn you of the potential pitfalls that may show up along the way. In fact, investing in yourself and your business is one of the smartest things you can do to reach success quicker and easier. There is no shortage of people who have achieved tremendous success in their business and then packaged up their process and created a program to help you do the same. Their methods absolutely can work. Many of their clients will get the same or better results by investing in this program and learning their secrets of success. Of course, it's never a surefire guarantee that what they are offering will work for you, but it is a possibility. In fact, it could be exactly what you needed you won't really know until you try, right? But if you've ever purchased a program and regretted the investment, you may have a severe case of buyer's remorse that still impacts you today. Maybe you've become a skeptic about purchasing any program or even worse, maybe you no longer trust yourself to make these types of decisions. Let me tell you, friend, I know both of these feelings very well. That being said, there are some questions you can ask yourself before you buy that will help make sure you're investing in the right program for the right reasons. They will help you think clearly before you hit the enroll now button. To begin, we should take a look at why we are tempted to enroll in so many programs in the first place. There are a few reasons that I see time and time again. First, I'd like to address something that I have done myself and I see quite often. Many entrepreneurs invest lots of their money in courses, group coaching, and high-end memberships because they believe that there is something they are missing that is preventing them from having outrageous success. They think this investment will give them the one secret they're missing to skyrocketing their business and creating amazing results and revenue. The truth is, that's totally possible. Sometimes we are just missing the one thing, and some of the people who enroll in the programs that we see will achieve the exact success that we desire for ourselves. Their testimonials remind us of what is possible for us and our business. When we see someone else building our dream business, it's easy to be seduced by that type of success. It's no wonder that we're ready to hand over our credit card by the time the presenter gets to bonus number three. Here's what you should know. For the vast majority of entrepreneurs, this is simply not the case. There's not one missing piece to the puzzle that's holding you back from success. 
Before you spend any more money investing in courses, coaching, or memberships, take a moment to ask yourself these four questions in this episode. They will help you to discern if you're making the right choice for you and not experiencing an emotional response to perfectly executed marketing. This is not to judge anyone who has been tempted by a beautiful sales pitch or to judge those who use a beautiful sales pitch. At the end of the day, we are all entrepreneurs who want to help other people achieve success or get results in their life. Marketing and sales are part of this process. I'm just pointing out how you can avoid the common pitfalls and make choices that are right for you, your business, and your wallet. Another common reason that we sign up for programs that aren't the right fit is because we are seduced by the potential outcomes we believe it would create for us. That could be increased revenue, more free time, or even a more streamlined way of working. As I said in episode 10 about setting a vision, we are always being either pushed into the future by our circumstances or we're being pulled into it by our hopes and dreams. The idea of starting something new, something that is filled with possibility, it's really exciting. Our brain is wired to delight in possibility and it responds positively to those types of opportunities. When they're presented to us in a lovely and complete package, it pings our own desires. Our brain releases dopamine in that moment and we get this rush of emotional energy that makes us feel amazing which this is why engaging your prefrontal cortex, your logical brain in the process before you hit buy is really important. Doing this will quite frankly kill our buzz, but it will also prevent us from making choices based on the change in chemical hormones happening in our brain. We are much more likely to be satisfied with the decision when we've engaged our entire brain, not just the emotional part of it. There is also the opposite emotion that can trigger us to circumvent our logical brain and make an emotional decision. That is the fear of missing out. We do not want to be left behind while others build successful and profitable businesses. If everyone else is hopping on the success train, we want to join them. And again, this is the desire part of how our brain is wired. Participating and keeping up with the tribe is one of our basic psychological needs. Even though a tribe may look different today in modern society than it did back when the cavemen were hunting buffalo on the plains, we still have a primitive response within our brain in these type of situations. The desire to be part of a thriving group is deeply embedded in our psyche. And when people just like us declare, yes, I'm in, we want to be in too. We want to be part of that tribe, even if that tribe is not the right one for us. FOMO can absolutely guide us to making the wrong choices and investing our money in the wrong programs. Still, for some, there's another reason why investing in courses and group coaching or high-end memberships is so tempting. It's because we feel desperate to get different results than we are creating right now. And usually those are money-based results. The important part here is the air of desperation. All of us are willing to learn something new because it will help us reach the next level results. But when we make these decisions in desperation, we are making an emotional choice and not using our CEO mind to decide. 
I've noticed, and I assume that you have too, that a lot of current marketing practices appeal to this type of desperation. The really good ones are super subtle about how they appeal to both what's possible and how awful your life and business will be if you don't invest. And some of the ones are not so subtle about their practices. If you are in a place where you make decisions about your business in desperation, it is even more important that you ask yourself these four questions before you make any choices. Slick sales marketing is designed to take you away from your inner wisdom and appeal to your emotional mind because emotions drive our actions. Everything we do and don't do is because we want to feel something or not feel something. In fact, I came up with these questions as a way to help me step away from the emotions in the moment and step into my leadership energy as I'd make these decisions on how I want to invest my money in my business. I've learned the hard way about how my own inspiration, desperation, and FOMO led me to spending a lot of money on programs that were just not the right ones for me. I've paid a lot of money to learn this really tough lesson, and I hope I can help you avoid my mistakes. Before I begin, there's one concept I would really love for you to understand. If you can get this concept at the deepest level, you'll find yourself much less tempted by the next sexy offer that comes your way. Here's what you must know. Investments in gurus and programs do not create your results. You create your results. Investing in the perfect program with a perfect mentor will not get you perfect results if you're not showing up fully and completely. You are the missing piece to the puzzle of your success, not their program, not them, not their success path. You are perfectly capable of creating an amazing business for yourself. Their program may help make the process faster or easier, but it will not create it for you. You have to do the work because you are the creator of your reality. This brings me to the very first question we should ask ourselves before investing in a course, group coaching program, or a high-end membership. Question one, does this program align with the vision I have for my business? As the CEO of our businesses, we are the keepers of the immediate, intermediate, and long-term vision for our business. The vision is the rule book by which we make all of our business decisions. When entrepreneurs go off the rails, it's because they forgot what the vision is and they make decisions without thinking of the near-term impact. They'll either shift the vision in the moment as part of an emotional decision-making process, or they'll rework the vision by shifting things around to justify making this decision right now to invest in this specific program right now, rather than waiting until it fits into the vision timeline. I did this a lot in the beginning, and it really slowed my business growth considerably. Consistent and persistent action to achieve results only works if it's towards the same target, not one that changes with each launch cycle. This is why having a clear and specific vision for your business is so important. When it's time to decide, should I do this? We must first ask ourselves, how does this serve, honor, or create the vision? Every decision, every action, every step along the way is to serve the vision. I cover all of this in episode 10, Setting a Vision to Achieve Success. So if you want to learn more, please check out that episode. Question two, what problem am I trying to solve? If your answer is more revenue, 
then I invite you to check in to see if this is a desperation decision. In my experience, when money is the first thought that comes up when asking about a problem, then there's an emotional stronghold tied to finances, which isn't to say that increased revenue isn't the ultimate goal. It's to say that if your brain defaults to thinking of money instead of a specific outcome that will lead to increased revenue, then there's something going on inside your brain that you may not realize is there. It could be affecting you in ways well beyond this decision and it's worth exploring. If your first thought was a specific problem that you are facing right now in your business, then you probably have a level of clarity needed to evaluate this decision objectively. At this point, you will know that the program is in alignment with your vision and it addresses the specific problem that you want to solve. Which brings us to question three. Is this solution the right solution for me and my specific problem? If you dodged any of the emotional bullets before, then here's where you may trip up. Good marketing will sell you into believing that this one person or one program has the best and perfect solution for you. They will have created compelling copy and provided fabulous testimonials. But above all else, you have to learn to trust your gut in these situations. I can tell you without a doubt, the business decisions I regret the most are the ones I made when I didn't listen to my intuition. In those cases, I didn't listen to that instinct that told me to pass on the opportunity, but my logical brain overrode that voice. I have two examples of this to share with you where I learned the importance of trusting your intuition when making business decisions. In the first one, a business coach that I admired offered a six-week group coaching program to help other coaches like myself write better copy to sell their one-to-one coaching packages. I'm not confident in my ability to write compelling copy, and it is a skill that I want to develop as I promote my coaching packages. This means his program fit into my vision for my business and it solved a specific problem that I have. My instinct told me that this wasn't the right choice for me, but I couldn't come up with a tangible, logical reason for why. So I went ahead and signed up. Within the first two weeks, I knew this program was not the right one for me. There was absolutely nothing wrong with it. It's a great program, but it wasn't delivered in a way that made it easy for me to absorb and implement. I stuck with it and I did every assignment to the best of my ability, but I was working against my nature the whole time. And in the end, I didn't create my best work and ended up having to find a totally different program that brings out my natural voice. Fast forward a few months later to a different goal I had for myself. I decided to launch this podcast in 30 days and I knew I wanted to get a mentor to help me fast track my results. I'm smart enough to know that I don't know what I don't know and investing in someone to guide me through a process is a great way to sidestep a lot of unforeseen hurdles. In researching courses and memberships about podcasting, one person's name came up time and time again. I watched their YouTube videos and downloaded their free content and researched their offers. And this person has a rock solid program with lots of happy clients. But my instinct told me, They weren't the right choice for me. I can't tell you why. I just felt it. But this time I listened. What I did instead was I reached out to my business network and I asked what program they recommended for me to learn about how to podcast and how to launch a podcast specifically. 90% of them mentioned the first person that I'd already researched and had eliminated because it just didn't feel like the right fit. 
But the other 10% shared the name of someone else. Her name was Crystal Prophet, and they recommended that I look into her program. At that time, she was not this big guru and well-known across the podcasting world, but I didn't need that. I needed somebody who was the right fit for me. I researched her offerings, downloaded her free content, and knew very quickly that she was the right choice for me. I enrolled immediately in her program and I was able to hit my goal of launching a podcast in 30 days with ease because I trusted my intuition and went with the right person who offered the right solution for me. I admit this has been the hardest thing for me to do and for me to learn for myself because it's not a logical process. I'm a very practical person, so making decisions without having a solid reason why I am walking away from something it really doesn't sit well with me, but I am learning to trust myself at a deeper level and trust that somewhere in there, my innate wisdom will lead me to the right things that I need. And as I watch my clients step into this same level of trust for themselves, I want to invite you to develop it too and start keeping track of what results you create when you listen to your own inner voice and trust your gut on making decisions. I know that's a little too woo-woo for most of us, so here are some additional questions that may help you as you decide if a specific program or specific person is the right solution for you. First, ask yourself, do I believe that this person is the right person to teach me that solution? And are they delivering the solution in a way that works best for me? It's important to be true to yourself and know what type of environment allows you to thrive. Are you at your best in a self-paced program or do you do better in a structured group program? Or do you really need the personalized experience that comes with one-to-one coaching? Before you invest money in a solution to your problem, it's important to know if the way it's delivered will give you your best results. Moving on to the fourth and final question, ask yourself, am I someone who follows through and fully commits to the investments that I make. For some of you, this will hit you square between the eyes. Like many of us, you may have a library of programs that are partially complete, waiting to be finished. And there are many reasons why we don't follow through on something that we paid a lot of money to access. Here are a couple that I've learned about myself and that I see with my clients time and time again. One of the first reasons that we don't complete the programs we pay to be a part of is because we fall out of love with the program. Remember when I talked about that dopamine hit we got when thinking about what's possible for us and our business? That wears off eventually. When it does, we discover that the must-have program that we wanted so badly, it comes with a lot of work. And without the hyped up good feelings to keep us going, we sputter out. But more often than not, the reason we do not complete the programs we've paid for is because we tell ourselves, I don't have the time. This is a really, really common reason. And as a goals and accountability coach, my clients come to me to help them solve this exact problem. One of the best commentaries I've ever heard about the concept of not having enough time to do something is to rephrase it as, It's not a priority to me. This is a tough concept to accept about ourselves, and it's even harder to admit it to someone else. 
The truth is, we do have time. We are choosing to spend our time doing and not doing certain things, one of which is completing the programs that we've purchased. Being honest with ourselves about this is so unbelievably important because it forces us to acknowledge our own priorities and our time limitations. Anytime we identify a part of our personality that we previously pretended didn't exist, we get back into alignment with who we really are at the highest, purest, best version of ourselves. That simple acknowledgement, it allows us to decide if we wish to honor and accept this part of ourselves, or do we want to do the work to change it? But here's what I know for sure. Living in denial about certain parts of our personality, it consumes an enormous amount of emotional energy, and it can create really deeply embedded subconscious blocks that can sabotage our very best efforts. If you have developed the habit of not following through with the commitments that you make to yourself, or if you find that you're not doing the things that you know you need to do to grow your business, or if you even label yourself a procrastinator, I want to tell you that there is probably a subconscious emotional block that is keeping you trapped in inaction. The thing about subconscious blocks is that we don't know we have them. They show up externally in completely unrelated ways. I see this time and time again with my clients. They come to me with an external problem. They're not taking action to grow their business or they need help managing their time or whatever their specific circumstance might be. The thing is, the problem is never the problem. There's always something much deeper that is presenting itself as procrastination or as unproductive work practices. This is really similar to, say, planting a lovely garden filled with gorgeous flowers and then discovering a weed. We don't want the weed, so we just pull it out. But that weed, it's not gone for good. It's going to come back because we haven't dealt with the root that is buried underground. Our subconscious emotional blocks work in the exact same way. We see the external version of them, and when we pull them out, we think we've solved the problem because we've dealt with the external manifestation. But the truth is we haven't actually solved the problem. The subconscious block, it's still in there, and until it's addressed and resolved, it's going to reappear time and time again. If you're struggling to do the things that you know you need to do, and you're not making time for the activities that are your priorities, or if you're trapped in indecision or confusion, I want to tell you that I do offer business breakthrough sessions that deal with these exact problems. It is a one-time session that is impactful and guaranteed to get you quick results. In fact, I'm so confident that it's a 100% money back guarantee, but I promise you the subconscious blocks exist and they can be discovered and removed quicker and easier than you think if you get some help. So if you're interested, go to yourexcellentyou.com forward slash breakthrough and you can learn more about those sessions there. Here's the thing. I just presented you with an offer and I would love for you to go through and ask yourself the four questions we discussed in this episode before you make any decisions about whether or not you should purchase this offer. I'm not here to make money off your problems. I'm here to help women entrepreneurs make smarter and better choices for their business. My business breakthrough sessions may be one of those choices and it may be the right choice for you. But before you decide, I invite you to go back and listen, write down the questions or visit the website page online and ask yourself the four questions before you hit 
buy on any offer, including my own. As I wrap up this week, I hope you will make asking yourself these questions part of a regular practice for you and your business. I say this time and time again, but it's so true for me. I really believe that success is made from the inside out. When you're willing to improve your own understanding of what you want for your business, who you want to be as the entrepreneur behind that business, and strategic ways to invest your money and make both of those happen, you will naturally step into the next best version of yourself. That, my friend, is the secret to creating a business and life that you love. Until next week, bye for now. Thanks for being here today. If you found this podcast valuable, please take a moment to leave a review. Not only does it help me, but it allows other entrepreneurs like you to find this podcast. I'll be back next week with more practical, actionable insights to help you improve your mindset and grow your business. Talk to you soon.